Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Hey, welcome to episode 35, Teach Your Employees How to Use Their Health Insurance. My name is Thomas Rock Lindsay, and I am your small business buddy, instructor, and servant, and I'm here to help you thrive in your role as an employer. That's my goal. This is where small business owners gain employer intelligence in around seven minutes every Tuesday and Thursday. Do you know how to use the health insurance plan that you offer to your employees? Well, with the information from the last episode, and with what I'm going to share with you today, you'll be ready to start teaching your employees how to use their health insurance. Let's rock this. In the last episode, I told you the story of my bike accident earlier this year. Now, I made a mistake of not checking to see if the emergency room facility that I went to was in the network, but that wasn't the first mistake. I should never have gone to the emergency room in the first place. I should have gone to an urgent care location, or I should have waited until Monday to go to the doctor's office, even though I still would have had to pay 100% of the cost because of my in-network deductible. The cost would have been 90% less had I gone to an urgent care or a doctor's office. After the last episode, I dug out one of the explanation of benefit documents, an EOB, that I received from my insurance company related to my emergency room visit. Turns out that the doctor who treated me bills separately from the hospital, and his charges were $372. So in fact, the total cost on my visit was $3,172. I'm such a knucklehead. The EOB stated that the claim was processed using my network benefits, but the doctor was not in network. It goes on to say that even though they applied the network discount, the doctor might balance bill me, and I'll have to pay the difference, and it won't apply to my out-of-pocket max, which is exactly what we talked about in the last episode. So, teaching your employees how to use their medical insurance is vital. When they understand the nuts and bolts of it, they'll be able to use it correctly, and they'll get the most value out of it. They'll appreciate this. They'll thank you for it. Well, some of them might. A Harris poll conducted on behalf of an insurance company found that employees don't believe they're getting the information they need about their benefits. Only 33% of the employees rated the benefits education they get as excellent or very good. That's pathetic. I mean, we have to do a better job than that. But before we talk about how to educate your employees, let's identify some best practices for how to use the coverage. Now remember, in the last episode, we learned about deductibles, co-pays, in-network versus out-of-network, maximum out-of-pocket, and coinsurance. So we're not going to repeat those. However, as a side note, I learned that California, Colorado, and New York prohibit balance billing for emergency services, as do Florida, Maryland, and Texas, although it only applies to HMO plans in those states. There may be others. I just didn't have time to research all of them. Well, let's talk about some of the other how to use your policy tips. Pre-procedure homework. Now, before you have any procedure or surgery, ask your surgeon for a complete list of all the service providers that will be used. Take that list, call your insurance company, and find out if they're in network. If one of the providers is not in network, get a list of in-network providers for that service from your insurance company, call the surgeon's office, Ask them to use an in-network provider. If they can't or they won't or you don't want them to, 
Then ask them to call the insurance company and coordinate with the out-of-network provider to accept the network fee schedule. Now, I had lunch this weekend with a good friend of mine, an emergency room physician, and he brought up the issue of upbilling. Now, this is when hospitals use billing codes that represent a higher level of required care than is actually justified. So I took a look at the procedure code used on my ER visit, and I see that they used 99284, a level 4 out of 5 levels. My ankle wasn't a level 4 situation. I was not in unbearable pain. A one-minute exam by a nurse could have ruled out a break. And in any case, a lower-level treatment code should have been used. The bottom line is don't go to the emergency room unless it's a life-threatening situation. Go to an urgent care facility instead. And even then, call your insurance company for information about copays and other out-of-pocket costs for the clinic that you plan to visit. Now, for less urgent situations, call the nurse hotline or your doctor's office. Now, hopefully your plan has a service like teledoc.com. If not, you can purchase this as an add-on service, and with Teladoc, you get to speak directly to a physician. When you get a name brand prescription, ask your doctor if you can take the generic version instead. Then shop around. Call a few pharmacies and ask how much the medication costs. In a Consumer Report article published on January 6, 2016, they found that the chain drug stores cost considerably more than the independents. However, of the chain stores, Costco was the most affordable, and you don't need to be a member to go there. Call your insurance company and ask if your medication is covered and how much you'll have to pay for it. Insurance companies maintain a list of medications that they cover called formularies. Medications not in the formulary are not covered. Your insurance company might make an exception to this and add a particular drug to the formulary if you, or better yet, your doctor, ask and make the case for why. Now, these formularies have tiers. The medications are categorized into as many as four groups, and the copays are different for each tier. Insurance companies tweak those formularies annually, so if you're on a medication for the long haul, you want to make sure you're covered with each renewal. Now, you can save some money by ordering your meds online using your insurance company's mail order option. You can also buy a three-month supply and save because you only pay one copay, not three. Okay, now that we've learned how to use our medical insurance, it's time to communicate this information to your employees. The key is to do this frequently and repeatedly, so not just at open enrollment. Send something out at least monthly. You don't need to be the one to come up with the content. You can have your health insurance agent provide it. Better yet, make them execute the education program. And feel free to use some of the information from this podcast, any of the information. You can also go to my website and you can use the show notes to help create content. Your health insurance company's website is another great resource for content. In fact, one of your trainings should focus on showing your employees how to register with your insurance company's website and use the information that's available there. And use different methods to communicate with your employees. For example, hold lunchtime meetings, Have a section of your intranet dedicated to your benefits. If you don't have an intranet, then send a monthly email or post informative flyers in the break room bulletin board. Insert flyers in their paycheck envelope. Use Facebook posts, even YouTube. Have your insurance agent make short videos to post. This is a super simple and highly effective method. Well, there you have it. Let's recap. Don't go to the ER unless it's life-threatening. Although I'm not telling you what to do here. It's your call. If you get balanced bill, check online to see if your state allows it under the circumstances or call the State Department of Insurance and they'll help you. 
Now beware of emergency room upbilling. Review your bill and ask your agent for help verifying and negotiating a discount. Do some pre-procedure homework when possible. Shop around for prescriptions. The chain pharmacies might not be the best deal. Verify your insurance company's drug formulary each year and create an employee communication program to educate your employees. They'll thank you for it. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac.